when is it time to break up on this edition of Truth and Love? I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. One of the most common relationships in the entire human race is the dating relationship. Whether you are a teenager, a young adult, or even an older person, many of us have been through the dating experience, and many of you listening right now are dating someone. One of the unique challenges in a dating relationship is discerning whether or not the relationship is working and leading towards engagement and marriage, or whether it is not working. If it's not working, we have to know whether or not you should break up. To help us think this matter through, I've invited to join us on the podcast today two guests who are each the authors of two books, Letters to a Romantic, and the first book, Letters to a Romantic, is on engagement, and the second book is Letters to a Romantic on dating. And the authors of those two books are here with us on Truth and Love, Sean Perrone and Spencer Harmon, and we want to talk to them about this issue of how do you know when it's time to break up? And so, Spencer, Sean, we're glad you're on the podcast. And for people who are listening right now and wondering whether they should break up, or maybe someone listening who's trying to help somebody think through whether they should break up, that's the question. How do you know if it's time to break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend? So there are a variety of reasons why a couple might feel this tension about whether or not they should end their relationship. As I'm thinking about as I'm thinking about the different reasons that would cause this dilemma, you have things that are of sin nature. So patterns of sin or a sin that emerges that was secret beforehand, or as you get to know the person, you're having questions about their holiness. So that would be one category. Uh, another category would be under the label of preferences and chemistry or uh, harmony. So not everyone uh, has to be married to everyone. There's only, you don't have to, there's a lid for every pot, as some people have said. And uh, you might not enjoy spending the rest of your life with someone who's radically different in personality than you. So that would be under like the preference uh, category. And then another area that I've thought of um, is difficulty and conflict between relationships outside of your relationship. So people you love might not love that you're together with someone. And how do you interact with maybe parents who disagree and prefer one thing or the other, or a church body that disagrees and prefers one thing or the other? So there could be outside influences that uh, make your relationship difficult, trying to figure out whether or not you should continue going together, continue dating, or end it and uh, listen to their advice. Okay, so you're giving us three really helpful categories. And so let's do this. Let's zero in on each of them, and let's talk first about the sin issue sin of the person you're dating. What sin issues would come on the radar in your relationship that would make someone say, you know what, it's time to break up? So if you're thinking of, if you're, in thinking of different categories, there's sin that is unexpected. So it's secret sin that has been revealed during the relationship. So this could be anything like pornography. It could be you find out um, halfway through your dating relationship or as you're considering engagement even, that someone's been 
looking at pornography and you've not been aware of it. That's one possibility. It could be that you've sinned sexually together. So it could be that there's a, a massive sin that you have partaken in, and for, in with fornication with one another, and then you're having to figure out, okay, are we ready for to take this relationship to the next level of engagement, or should we call mm-hmm. things off? Yeah. And then there's other not they don't fall in the big categories, but they are significant. They're the they're the sins that as you get closer to the oil painting, you see the cracks in people. And they're the sins of like maybe someone is struggling with laziness and it's habitually and you've tried to work on it with them, or maybe it's um, eating. It could be something that's not a 911 emergency sin, but it's something that's subtle and there and you've noticed it as you've continued uh, getting to know one another. So with each of those have to come wisdom. So you have, if, if, you're, if we go backwards from the, the way I just listed, you have sin, small sins that you notice over time. Everyone sins. So First John 1, uh, he who says he does not have sin is a liar and the truth is not in him. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So everyone sins. Uh, I would say it's a matter of how you respond when you sin. So blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. When, we, when you see your partner in, in dating relationship sin, how do they respond to it? Do they have a broken heart? Do they have a contrite spirit? Are they willing to walk in the light, as First John talks about? Or are they trying to cover it up? Has it been an ongoing thing that's this is now coming to the surface and there might, it might be the tip of the iceberg? Those are elements that um, have to be discussed as a couple and with others involved. Okay, so let's talk about the chemistry issue then. I think that's really helpful. There's some good reasons to break up that don't have a thing to do with something wrong that somebody did. So what about this preferential chemistry thing? So when it comes to preferences and chemistry or harmony, there, there's a couple of elements. So we've already talked about character. Character's a given. It's the thing around which everything else orbits. So it's the, it's the sun around all the planets that we need. Chemistry is there if you have a personality that meshes. So some people... You know, if you like rock climbing and you like the outdoors and you like bungee jumping and you're, you know, the person you're dating loves books all the time and they love to read and they love to go, you know, to the theater and watch plays, there might be some tension that comes into those two uh, in that relationship that you're like, man, I'm not, I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my life and I don't know if I would be happy doing that. And that's not wrong. It's not a bad thing to say, hey. I don't know if I want to spend the next 40, 50 years until I die with this person. Mm. So there's the personality element in there. And I would even say that falls under being like-minded, so to speak. So there's, it's, every person is inclined differently in different tastes. God has created us in a diverse way. We have different, um, different things we value and love that are not sinful. And we shouldn't be ashamed of that and try to figure that out in dating. When it comes to chemistry, there's also another element that I think that gets neglected, and that would be the level of attraction, uh, sexually, physically. The Bible calls us to have a purity in every way, and that is good, but also we need to know the purpose of sexuality, and the purpose of sexuality, and a purpose of marriage is to come together sexually. So if you're going on dates, and you all you want to do is play board games, and you would say, hey, when I'm in married, I can't wait to only play Monopoly at night, then I think we have a problem that there's a level of attraction that's not 
uh, not working in the relationship. And that's not wrong, but it certainly needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I would also say attraction can be cultivated and it doesn't have to be immediate, uh, but that's probably another podcast. So all those things flow into chemistry, harmony, and whether or not we should stay together. All right. So that is sin. That is preference. Let's also talk about this third issue that you guys are bringing up, and that is disagreements with others. So I have many stories to tell of couples who love one another a great deal and somebody significant in their life is opposed to it. What are you supposed to do there? How do we process we love each other and we want to be together, but dear friends, parents, other family members are opposed to this relationship? Spencer, I know in the books you wrote a chapter on this. When does that opposition rise to the level of this relationship should not work anymore? Yeah, I think one of the main categories where this really comes up and it becomes significant is when you have a a godly Christian couple with concerned parents or close friends within the church community that is uh, opposing the relationship. Obviously, when you have unbelievers or people that aren't thinking in biblical categories opposing your relationship, it's pretty obvious to say, well, this is devoid of the truth of Scripture, and so it's pretty easy to dismiss it. Even if it's a family member that's unsaved, they can give good wisdom, but it's not coming from the Scriptures. And so the, the real problem comes when you have people around you that love the Bible, love Christ, and are giving concerns about your relationship. And the place I would say to start is Proverbs 1.8, incline your ear to your uh, mother or your father or even a friend or a wise counselor who's bringing concerns. The posture should be, you know what, I'm going to humbly incline my ear to these concerns and listen. It's easy when you're in a relationship with another person and you really want to be in the relationship to assume a posture of being defensive, but the posture of the Bible is receive those things with humility, be open to reason. Um, And one of the categories I think it's really important to think through is in the category of parents, because this is where I think most couples really struggle, is when Christian Mm -hmm. parents are opposing the relationship. And I think one of the best things to think through is, what is, what does it mean to honor your parents when they're raising concerns about your relationship? And I would just give three different categories very practically to think through. The first one is just to assume the best about their concerns. Love believes all things, 1 Corinthians 13. So as they raise their concerns, assume that they're not coming at you with ill motives. Assume the best about them. And then the second thing I would say is, really consider their concerns. Mm. Really be open to what they're actually saying. Listen to the concerns that they're saying. Make sure you understand them and then actually consider them. Are they valid? Make sure you are seeking understanding with them. And the final thing I would say is talk well about them about others. Mm. Don't go around gossiping about your parents and slandering them to other people. Really consider their concerns and that will be a fruit of humility is I'm not going to talk behind their back in a malicious way just because they're attacking my relationship. The, the final thing I would say is to put on basically like a James 3 filter as you're considering their advice. James describes what wisdom from above looks like. Mm. And so your parents are trying to share wisdom with you. And so ask yourself, is this this advice, these concerns coming to me from the best I can tell from a pure heart? Is it coming... Uh, from a motive that's seeking my best? Is is this coming in a peaceful manner? Is it gentle? 
Is it open to reason when I try to provide them information back to them, trying to fill in the gaps of their concerns? Will, will this result in obedience to Christ by listening to them? Is it aimed at my well-being and, and my good? And if you see that they are meeting all of those categories, maybe not perfectly, but and speaking the truth and love as the best as they can in line with the scriptures, then perhaps you should really consider it. Mm. Think about it. Maybe you do need to break up if they're raising a concern that is falling in line with the categories of wisdom. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you would like more information about this topic, I really want to encourage you to read Letters to a Romantic on Engagement and Letters to a Romantic on Dating. I was thrilled to be able to write the foreword for those books, and I highly recommend them. And if you'd like more information about the ministry of ACBC, then you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.